Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Certain things just boggle my brain. Yeah, I'm not sure I have any brain cells left after we just after what we just encountered. I mean, there was a couple of people who were opposed to what he was presenting that were actually polite, shall we say? Mm-hmm. You know, they were polite about it. Yeah. And then the whole rest of them were kind of pompous asses. Just a colossal bag of dicks. And then, like, the guy from the other city coming in and lecturing our city on what it should do while he's busy approving the very things that he's fighting against. He's approving those things in his city only like five times the density. So let's be real. City A is not allowed to have any kind of development ever. They have to preserve all the open space. They can't build anything ever. This has to be 155 acres of park. That doesn't even sound like the right number, isn't it? 135 acres? It's 151, but yeah, I added it up today. Anyway, okay, so 151 acres of park. No building! Yet he's sitting over there in City B going, Build this 10-story apartment building here and build another one over here and build another one on top of the, first the other one. Like, dude. And then he's got the hand gestures going on. Because he has to be so condescending with his little baby T-Rex hands. He couldn't. Yeah, it was really rude. And then he's talking over people. I can't stand it when people do that. Yeah, I know. You know what? I've only seen three times. Three times. In the entire time I've known you, three times have you spoken out to somebody. And sassed them in public? And, And the funny thing is... Kind of makes sense, but two of them have happened since you moved here. And that's what's funny about I it. I can't remember either of the first two. I can only remember tonight. And that's what's funny about it is that hmm, you're kind of, I don't know, out of the mix. Okay. Anyway. I lost what my train of thought was. Out of the mix? Yeah. Like you're off to the side there. Okay, we were talking about the times that I've spoken out in public to people loudly in a kind of sassy way. People speaking out loudly. That's good. I can cut that part out. Um, Yes. When were the first two times? Just curious. One was... I can't remember what the restaurant was that we were at. One of the first times that we were together and something wasn't right about the meal or something. And then the waitress tried to fix it. And then um, it came back again and it wasn't fixed. And so like on the 
you, you were nice the first two times you asked about it. But on the third time, you were just like super snarky about it. You were just like, you know, well, you know, maybe it would be good this time if you actually listened and fixed the problem, you know, and it, you were 100% correct. That was why the thing wasn't getting fixed. They weren't listening to what you were telling them. So therefore, it's almost like saying, you know what? I want this spicier. Can you put, let's say it's a bowl of chili. It said it was number 10 spicy. It doesn't feel like it to me. Put more spicy in there. They could do that. That wouldn't be a problem. Why why couldn't they do that? But instead, it's a 4 spicy and they bring it back at a 4.1 spicy. Like, bro. No. (coughs) That sounds like something I would do. And the second time that's been since I lived here? Was just this one. You said there was three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the second time was you had lived here eh, maybe six months. And it was a similar kind of scenario. It was like at a restaurant and you didn't like the way the person. Well, the person had originally made like some joke about millennials and that oh, always rubs you the wrong way. I'm sensitive about millennials. So jokes. then that set you off and your like sassy meter went like through the roof <laughs> and you were really sassy to the waitress. And the waitress was kind of like, wow, why is she so sassy? (laughs) Like, literally, she just looked at you like, why is she so sassy? What did I do? Not realizing that, like, you'd gone into it with a preconceived notion. I don't care who you are. I hate you. (laughs) I mean, you decided you were going to be in opposition. (laughs) So, it's just a trip because... Then it's like, but don't fight me. Well, you're the one who came to fight in the first place. If you're going to come and fight in the first place, I'm sure as hell going to fight back. Uh, Tonight was my best, though. Because it was well-deserved and not out of place at all. No. And I deserved a round of applause for that. I don't disagree with you. What was funny was he shot his head over to look at you. And then he, like, was about to say something. And then he looked at me. And he just kind of went, wow, like, it ain't worth it. He's going <laughs> to tear me apart. It ain't worth it. And so he kept his mouth shut. He, when we were leaving, he was standing outside by his car with his posse of people that he came Is with. Is that who was in the middle? I couldn't see when we were walking out. Yeah, he was He was one of the three. And then the dude that was sitting next to him was the other one. And then the woman that was sitting next to them was the third one. I looked at the back of their heads a lot while we were there. <laughs> um, And then... I made kind of a sassy comment, and I made eye contact. He looked like he was going to say something again. Nope. Did he say a word? Not a single one. Because it's not worth it. Because I'm sorry, but when I'm annoyed, I'm a bigger bitch than most people. Like, don't even. I plead the fifth. (laughs) You can agree with that. I don't care. (laughs) I said it. It's true. I'll wink twice if I agree with it, and once if I don't. The people can't see. Wink, wink. Your winks. They can hear them, though. Okay. Now they know the answer. <laughs> but so do I, you little Look fascist. secret. <laughs> You're not supposed to know. You know? You know. Why do you know if you know? You know? But <laughs> I figured it out. I figured it out. Uh-oh. These people do not want more housing in City A because... If more housing comes in, people who aren't, um, like, retirement age would be able to make decisions for the city. And 
and they wouldn't always get their way. And like, I don't think these people can handle not being able to get their way. And you know what you made me think of? It's from both cities that feel that way. Because, remember, there's a portion of that land that's Los Alamitos School District. And they don't want those people to come in and influence their school district policies. Because suddenly there's going to be people from within that group that are going to want to run for school board. Or they're going to go to board meetings and speak out against things. And it's going to shape the path of the district by doing that. And you know what? I've decided that I'm consistent for once. Um, because I think the people from Los Alamitos in this case have zero right to a loud opinion on the racetrack rezoning. Just like I don't think anybody from Cyprus had any business speaking up at the Los Alamitos City Council meeting when they're talking about sanctuary cities. Or those people from Arizona and Huntington Beach. I don't think they have any business there. And I understand that it's their right and that's the thing, but it's my opinion that they don't have any business there. That's all. I wouldn't do that. I think it's dumb. And see, for me, I kind of feel like if that functionality exists, the ability to like talk to the elected official, then you should exercise the right to do so. Fair enough. And just being quiet doesn't accomplish anything. You exercise your right to say what you need to say to your representative they're either going to listen to you and take it into account, or they're not. But if you don't say it at all, they're having to guess what you want. But should the city council of Huntington Beach give a rat's ass what some people from Arizona have to say about one of their decisions? They're, they're citizens of the United States. They have a right, just like everyone else. I know, but do you think that that's, that is what it I is? I already but... told you what I think. I think that somehow they need to find a way to say, all right, from speaker number one to 127, they're all confirmed residents of our city. Everybody after that, they don't live here in our city. So here's how it should go. The first 100 to 127, like I said, should be priority. They get to speak first. They get the three-minute time. Everyone else gets the one-minute time. Well, that makes sense because the people who actually live in the area being spoken about, no matter where it is, should have the top level of priority when it comes to being listened to by their elected government officials. And so I don't disagree with you that if you want to drive all the way from Arizona here to talk at a city council meeting, have at her, whatever floats your boat. If that's how you want to spend your life, go go right ahead. But you shouldn't have the same priority in as fact, somebody who lives in In fact, I defend their right to do so. But I right. don't think that... I think that the problem is that we all know that by the time you get to the end of a session, mm-hmm. it's exhausting listening to all those arguments for and against. And let's face it, there isn't a lot of creativity out there. No. The argument is either X or Y. There's essentially the first, like, let's use Huntington Beach because it had the most speakers that we yeah. know. Whatever. Or Pretty close to Alamitos. Most, yeah. The first five to ten people, kind of unique viewpoints. But those people cover all the bases. There might be one well, other those were unique the politicians viewpoint. politicians that you were talking about. No, I don't. That's when Rohrbacher I don't mean spoke. them. I mean, like, 
the actual people. Also, I, after the yeah. talking heads. I mean, like, the first ten actual public comments that aren't there just because they want to get reelected. Uh, before I forget this, hold your thought. Because you made me think of something. Because we're talking about talking heads, the politician types. I saw a Gavin Newsom advertisement on the TV. A Gavin Newsom advertisement. I thought okay? his last name and was Nuisance. New- yeah, well, I did too. Um <clears throat> And he's like standing before on like this high up on like a podium and there's a crowd of people down below him and he's like gesturing like he's God and you know, this look on his face. But I gotta say, I can see how the dude has gotten to where he is. And I think based on his attacks, you know, a while back I gave our zip code to Facebook to connect me to my representatives. Yes. And it just automatically, whoever's in there, it connects. What do you know? I did that too. And so I'm connected with multiples. And like I keep getting Gavin Newsom's posts about Trump's policies. And that kind of lunatic woman. And he's trying to, he's trying to, Kamala Harris. That's the one. He's trying to become president one day. But so is Kamala Harris. She wants to be president one day too. So the president of the United States will officially be a nuisance. Exactly. <laughs> I hear fine. <laughs> He'll just not be, he won't just have people calling him nuisance. He will be nuisance. Got it. Nothing will ever be as funny as my a hole or b hole joke. Ow! Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you think. Ow, this cat has pointy feet. Get I off my belly. I think that's kind of funny in and of itself mm-hmm. that the cat attacked you. She does it every night. Because she's a fascist. I know. I I hear myself mentioning in the podcast every night, pretty girl had to come up and have her hello in the middle of the episode. She always does that. And you know, we could sit here all night, like on Sunday when we didn't podcast. In the same position. And she doesn't come up here. But it's only when we're podcasting, she has to come and say hello. Now, okay, I had my say. Finish what you were saying. What was I talking about? You were talking about the... um, the differences of opinions and how they're presented. I'm drawing a blank here. Drawing a blank. Wow. Guess we're moving on. Shooting blanks. Not <laughs> no. That's that's not actively not what I'm currently doing. Yet. Not yet. So wow. then the second funniest part of tonight that I would like to point out was obnoxious guy in the back row. Very back row. Mm-hmm. And George. Mm-hmm presenter guy used to be best friends and on the same side and they are the two that had a vicious argument with one another yes (laughs) if george can compromise and find a happy place which is reasonable when you think about it he compromised he He found a happy place he realized here, here's what I see, and I think this is what you're trying to say. I've gained respect for George, and here's why. I've gained a lot of respect for him. Not that I didn't respect him before, but I've gained a lot of respect for him. Because at some point during that campaign, he realized that they're right. This is a positive thing. 
And that's a positive thing. And that's a positive thing. But here's what I would like to see different about those positive things. I saw somewhere where he admitted he thought GG was 80% good. There you go. So, see, that's my point. I give him credit because he was principled. This is the vision that he thought was correct. And he was going to hold out until he got close. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't hold out until he got everything he wanted. No, now it's probably 90% good. He compromised. They met in the middle. And they met in the middle. Yeah. And that's huge. And that's why I give people like that respect. Because what I'm getting at is he evolved his opinion based off of the facts as they were presented to him. And that's how you should make up your mind on things. So maybe bro in the back row... I don't. I think I called him Jackass in the back row a minute ago. So yeah. you can choose what you decide to call him. Why can't he find a happy middle place? Because he's an idiot. That's why he can't even help himself. Because he has somehow convinced himself that he's the actual owner that of the property. He has a share in the ownership because he's paid taxes. Does he he think his taxes have gone to maintain that colossal race course? I don't know exactly what he thinks. But his argument is that... It's asinine. It's owed to the... It's equity owed to the public. Well, it's not. That's his argument. And see, as Frank very sternly but politely stated at least three times, you realize that it's... Private Private property. property. Right. They could build a cinder block wall around that entire property and let it sit there as like this jailhouse looking thing and let it fill up with homeless people. And nobody else can do anything about it. And they couldn't do a thing about it. They could not do a damn thing about it as long as the actual owners of that land were okay with what was going on. Yep. Let's be real now. Yep. Yeah. The third thing, but I can't remember now. What was the third thing that I was really annoyed by? Well, you didn't like that that one guy kept talking over everybody. Well, we already talked about how I sassed him. Yeah. But you only sassed the one person. Well, hit the Los Alamitos guy and, and Jackass in the back row. I kind of sassed them at the same time. Gotcha. Hmm. Well. I'll remember what my third point was eventually. Okay, well. We need. I had it! To know what our number three nightly rant. Hold on, I have to find it again. Episode it. I had it the other day and I can't. I asked you to remind me what it was. Okay, I've chosen. Chosen the one I've had. Yeah, mine is um, actually. No, I can't take that one. Want me to go first? Yeah, you go ahead and go first. What is your number three favorite Nightly Rant episode? My number three Nightly Rant episode is TNR 54. And I feel like it's my number three because it's mildly iconic. What's the title of it? Tide Pods Are Yummy. Oh. It's the episode where I came up with my idea for the stickers. It's my episode where I initially started inviting people to send me rude emails. Which I still have not gotten any rude emails, so people step up your game. Yeah. I'm disappointed in you. Well, I'm send me say, something send her sassy. Now. And if you send me something sassy, we'll also get you entered into our fabulous one hundredth episode contest. So, you know, win win. 
You get to sass me and you get to be entered into a contest. So my third favorite is um, episode 73, The Return of the Pope of All Websites. <laughs> I just scrolled past the first one where we talked about the Pope of All the Websites. The Return of the Pope of All Websites. Why is Who that? Who remembers? Because sincerely this was when the pope of all websites tried to like be i don't know super stealthy smart (laughs) but he was neither stealthy nor smart and just the effect that i had upon him made me laugh because he just couldn't let it go I think he's finally let it go because I don't. because he blocked me. That doesn't mean he's not still tweeting about it like a giant. But I'm watching from somewhere else. Noodle muffin. But I'm watching from somewhere else. And he hasn't. It's not only you who knows how to do those things, you know. Did you hear that I called him a colossal noodle muffin? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> it, it does fit. And yes, I've read through and it's been. Two weeks at least, and he hasn't said a damn thing about me. That's shocking to me. He seems like the type that would never let something go. Come on now. There will be. I I don't disagree with Almost you guarantee it. Well, no. I 100% guarantee it. More drama will happen with this Pope of All websites, and there will be a third episode about the Pope of All websites. I believe that, and I think part of why I believe that is I keep going through my hard drive to like make more space. And... I have, um, what do you call it? Um, I have his websites all in a single folder. Mm-hmm. And then I zipped that folder up really tight and I sent it to him. And what he did was I just stuck it in Google Drive, gave him a link to it that he could download it. Done. And from what I read early on when he was going cuckoo crazy and posting weird blog posts about it and stuff, I think he doesn't grasp that he has all of the content. Sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think that's what it is because I gave him everything and he's acting like he has to completely rebuild everything. Can I tell you you something from somebody who knows zero about websites and web development going to give you my opinion on this nope i forgot what my opinion was i had it and it's gone it was beautiful oh okay i remembered good i'm gonna give you my opinion on this i'm listening from somebody who knows absolutely zero about websites or how to do whatever he needs to do to get his website back. Which I'm assuming is easy because you said it was... Whatever. I can figure it out with a Google search. Anyway. What would wh- you search? Why? I would search, some jackass took down my website. I have the file. How do I get it back? Well, but he knows it's WordPress. So he probably would have said, how to restore a WordPress site to a new server. Wouldn't have been like Boom. Star. It'll come right up. Star. Yeah. <laughs> Sava. Anyway. At the anyway, Sava. Anyway. I know nothing about it. And still could figure out how to do it is one, but that wasn't my point. Uh-huh. Why 
but not not inaccurate either. You would figure it out. True. Anyway, I'd probably just ask you, but that's part of figuring it out. Anyway, anyway, um, why, why does somebody who can't even restore their own gosh darn WordPress website think they can advertise that they are a WordPress pope? The literal pope of all websites. You, baffles me you nailed it because that's that is the very thing that i laugh about and what's funny and ironic about it is this whole situation began because a while back like december early december late november he came to me and said yeah we're thinking of you know, one of the great things about video is that it helps with your SEO. So because we want to do video marketing and we want it to be local, well, what we're going to do is we're going to tell people the SEO benefits of our videos and we're going to charge them for that SEO service because we're going to know how to word the stuff. And I said, oh, well, I was sincerely looking for something like this. So I said, Hey, I've been looking around and I'm wondering your opinion. Because I know him. He's very thorough about how he researches things. And I I said to him, so I want to know your opinion. And I asked him what he thought about a scenario. Uh Okay. And... I said, 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 Doug, do you have this software... What are you going to use to report to your customers? I don't need report to report to the customers. All they have to do is run it through Google and they can see where they're at. So in other words, he wants them to count and keep track of it themselves. And so I said, well, that's interesting, but I've never had a client that did SEO with me that didn't want to report. Right. Because the client just, is paying you money to do the work. And you need to have some proof that it's working. And sometimes, like, there she is again. Sometimes, like, you will, your objective is to make a keyword drop away mm-hmm. because it's not something you really should be trying to rank for. And so you change things up a bit. Do you just remove that down, word from your website? Pretty much. I see. Change the phrasing, mix it up a little bit. So it's the same meaning but different. Gotcha. But. <gasps> You you do that, and then you're still kind of stuck, screwed. <laughs> right? I don't know. But that guy is truly a delusional person. Like there's zero doubt in my mind about it. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you just get scratched by Pretty Girl falling down? Didn't you? That was the quietest scream I've ever emitted. <laughs> Did she scratch you? I think I she scratched you. <laughs> We're gonna grind her nails down tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. We got a nail grinder for the pets. They're gonna hate it. It doesn't make much noise at all. <laughs> Until you put it on his nail and it was like <sighs> It still didn't make no, much noise. No, it was good. Though. I was expecting you to sound more like a metal grinder. Yeah. Yogi loved it. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Doug. Is there anything else to add there, lady? No. You sure? Positive. Positively positive? Completely. Alrighty then.
Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.